Hi everyone, welcome into the USA 10cast, John Arnold, joined by Noah Davis, who is in Nashville to see the U23 team bounce from Olympic qualifying after losing to Canada and drawing with El Salvador. Noah, probably wish we could be talking on happier terms, but US U23s just couldn't get it done, and I mean, there's a couple different factors for that. I don't think we can blame it on any one factor, can we? No, I don't think so. I think, yeah, like you said, <clears throat> sorry, they they just didn't get it done, just like the U-20s didn't get it done in Guatemala. Uh, you know, I think it's pretty inexcusable not to at least make the semifinals. Uh, you know, it's one thing if they go to Kansas City and they lose to Honduras or lose to Mexico. Uh, you know, that that's still not great, but not getting out of the group, it's, it's pretty brutal. It's pretty embarrassing, honestly. No, you were in the stadium and... Um, we've had a couple days to kind of decompress now, but the emotions were high, both from U.S. soccer fans, but I mean, especially from these young players and Coach Caleb Porter. What, I guess, was, I mean, obviously a very sad vibe. What did you take away from kind of talking to the players and the coach post-match? Caleb Porter was distraught in the press conference more than anyone I've ever seen. Um, It was quite hard to watch, actually. I mean, you you feel for him. Um, He was feeling for his players mostly, which I thought was, you know, appropriate. He just said, you know, this isn't about me. This is about these guys. Um, didn't talk to too many of the players afterwards. Perry Kitchen was the only one who was still in the mix zone by the time I got there. The press conference ended. He was, you know, bummed out. He's a pretty intense young guy. So he was, uh, you know, said said the right things, said the things a captain should say. Talked to Klinsman after the match as well. And, you know, he was bummed. He had sort of a little bit more of a, philosophical approach to it of this is a setback but it's not the end of the world and it's not that night it was it was very 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 hard to watch though now that we have had a few days we can kind of you know say okay this isn't the end of the world for u.s soccer these players are still very talented and we we said that going in and possibly part of the reason that we're kind of so surprised and and many are so upset that they're out of this tournament is that this is a team with a lot of talent and several guys that can contribute on the full national team. Yeah, I think you see a lot of guys who are already contributing on the full national team. Mm-hmm. Breck Shea and Juan Agudelo, uh, a couple other guys. Yeah, it was a very good team. They underachieved, absolutely. I think they would all admit that. But, you know, it's just the Olympics, and you'd love to see them play in the Olympics. I think it would have been fun to watch them, just like I think it would have been real fun to watch that U-20 team last year playing the World Cup, but they didn't get there. Uh, life goes on, you know, the U.S. soccer program will not fold. I don't want to say they'll be better for having not qualified for the Olympics, but they're not going to be much worse off. Make us feel better, even <laughs> even more than you just did. What, if any, positives came out of this uh, training experience that you saw? <laughs> um, it's three good games, you know, uh, good quality, good competitive atmosphere. The play, especially against Canada, was not good. Um, I think that's really up to the individual players. You know, I, I think that um, the system, when it when it works, it works. It's really hard to take much away from that Cuba match because Cuba was outgunned and down a man. But the U.S. passed. You know, they looked calm. Uh, they're a young team. They need more experience. They need to be better. But they'll figure it out, and I think, you know, if this makes some of those guys or all those guys go back to their clubs, whether it's in MLS or over in Europe or down in Mexico, and work harder, you know, more power to them. That's what they need. They just need to keep pushing. And, you know, as a professional athlete, you have to stay motivated, and it's cliched, but the guys who work the hardest are the most successful. Now that I've had you kind of give the 10Cast listeners a boost, 
Um, I'll have you crush our collective spirits. Um, is there something wrong with youth soccer in the U.S., you know, the U.S. soccer um, family? It is, is something going wrong here because we've missed qualification now on two major tournaments uh, very recently? Is there an, an epidemic problem or are this, these two isolated incidents? I don't think there's an endemic problem. I think you're looking at a program that is in the midst of a lot of change, kind of rebooting or refreshing or you know changing the system, however you want to say it. Um, I think if you see it happen maybe one or two more times, you start to worry about the kind of grit of the team. Um, you know, one thing that I was thinking about is it's a really, really close team, and that U20 team is really close too. And I'm kind of wondering if maybe they're a little too close. I know that sounds weird, but, you know, in a professional environment, sometimes you need guys who are jerks to just kind of yell and get guys fired up and maybe not be worried about pissing anyone off. And, you know, I, I don't think that that was the case with this team, but it is just kind of something that I was thinking about of, you know, maybe they need they need those guys with who are just kind of, you know, maybe they're just a little too close. No, you mentioned some of the changes that are going to come soon, obviously with Klinsman kind of um, building a new system from the top to the bottom. Um, Caleb Porter probably won't be the answer at U23 coach, it looks like. Is there anyone that's kind of on the radar that you know of that might be the next guy, or just someone that you'd like to see step in to coach this group of, t- group of guys? Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to Porter. You know, he only had four months to get this done. Uh, it wouldn't totally surprise me if they kept him on. I kind of think they won't just because it's such a public failing. Um, but, you know, it's not a, like a guy like Ron Ganu who had two years with the with the U-20 team and then failed. Uh, that said, you know, I think you look at a guy like Tab Ramos who's in the under-20s. It's a little early for him, I think, to step up. I think they're going to let him kind of do what he wants uh, with the U-20s. And I know that he likes coaching younger kids actually rather than older kids because he thinks he can kind of get there earlier uh, and maybe kick out some bad habits. I know Claudio Reyna was an assistant with the U23s. He's uh, the youth director now of the whole program. I think it'd be interesting to see a guy like him step up with the U23s. But in terms of looking around, you know, I, I just don't see all that many candidates who um, sort of have the, the same mindset. Yeah, it was kind of interesting because Porter, when he was hired, some people were kind of trumpeting him. Obviously a very successful college coach. And, and you mentioned, you know, you feel for the guy when you see him. Uh, literally shedding tears after after an emotional win like that, uh, or emotional, excuse me, draw like that that sent them out. Um, El Salvador shedding the winning tears. But um, other people said, you know, he probably isn't right for this job. Um, but he did kind of seem to be a fit, I guess, as, as a successful college coach. We'll see what happens with him going forward. As for the rest of these guys, you know, there, there were some kind of good moments in the tournament. Uh, Joe Corona somebody who I think had a kind of breakout game against Cuba despite playing poorly the next few games, and uh, Mix Discrude as well had a good tournament as he's uh, headed back to Belgium now to uh, play in their confusing playoff system. So a couple, uh, a couple <laughs> solid uh, individual performances. Is there anybody else that you saw that you think, you know, kind of um, has a green arrow next to their name on this sheet now that they've uh, played in this tournament? Um, I thought Breck Shea looked good on occasion. I was a little disappointed before the tournament started. A bunch of players, I asked them who had really stood out in training, and they said Shea is just unstoppable right now. I didn't really think he imposed himself, especially in the game with Canada. But, you know, he he looked real good at points against El Salvador, and 
I mean, they were all great against Cuba. Other than that, uh, didn't see a whole lot of real shining moments, to be honest. I thought Terrence Boyd did well in his one start. Be interesting to see what happens with him when he goes back to Germany. You know, if he can make it on the bench or get some first team time or whatever needs to happen. Um, I like him a lot as a player, and he seems to be real happy to be here and be playing for the U.S., so that's nice to see. Man, everyone loves to talk about and parse every performance of Freddie Adu. He uh, kind of had the same hot and cold performance. Um, anything that, that you notice from him, and do you think he's going to continue to uh, wear the U.S. shield? I think he will, yeah. I don't think he's going to be a starter, but I think he can kind of come in for that you know, 20, 30-minute spell when the U.S. needs a little kick in the pants. I think there he is still one of the few guys who just has sort of the vision and the creativity that, uh, you know, some of the other midfielders on the team are lacking. I don't think he's a full-game guy, but it would not surprise me at all to see him on the bench and make the 18 as sort of that injection of offense if they need it late in the match. All right, Noah. Well, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, Next time, hopefully, we'll be talking on happier terms for U.S. soccer fans. But thanks again, Noah, and we'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Thank you. Talk to you later. And thanks to all our listeners for listening to the USA 10Cast. Again, happier times soon to come. We'll tell you about it next week on the USA 10Cast.